0: Welcome to Nutrition Talks, a podcast of the American Society for Nutrition. Today we are speaking with Dr. Nadine Sayoun of the University of Maryland Department of Nutrition and Food Science. Dr. Sayoun is a current member of the Advances and Controversies in Clinical Nutrition Planning Committee. Can you tell me a little about your research both here in the U.S. and abroad?
1: Sure. Sure. Um So my my interest is is mainly based on understanding uh, the uh, nutrition and health needs of aging. These are very unique needs. And so I'm concentrating mainly on understanding the relationship among factors that influence dietary intake and um, on the impact of dietary intake on nutritional status and on uh, morbidity and mortality outcomes, especially among older adults. So I use epidemiological methods to conduct this research, and, uh, which involves mostly analyzing large data sets and applying this information to um, implement and evaluate programs. So uh, the ultimate really impact of my research is to improve the quality of life of older adults. So some of the environmental risk factors that I studied and reported on and are associated with health status, uh, include, uh, for example, dental health, social support, emotional health and resilience, functional status, and access to quality food. Uh, so the, um, the results of my research show that these risk, risk factors affect dietary intake, uh, nutrient biomarkers, and body composition. And uh, the consequences of these um, uh, factors can result in higher risk of chronic disease outcome and early mortality. There is another area of research that is of great uh, interest to me is the role of nutrition in the transition of care from hospital to home. So we conducted a study back in 2004 where we looked at the feasibility and the effort that is required to enhance collaboration between community-based services, such as the Older American Act Nutrition Program, and the health care system as in order to create like a continuum of care in the transition from hospital back to the community. And uh, the results of this study identified a vulnerable population that is at high nutrition risk with physical and emotional dysfunction and social isolation. So in this f- study, really, we found a large disconnect between the healthcare system and social services. So I'm hoping that with the Affordable Care Act uh, there's going to be some changes because there are now some incentives for the hospitals to ensure that there is a continuum of care after discharge from the hospital, and we are showing also the importance of nutritional care in that follow-up. Uh, so I've been interested really in international nutrition for a, a long time. In fact, many years ago in 1992, I spent nine months in Iraq working with Catholic Relief Services as a public health specialist providing relief work to vulnerable populations. So recently when I decided to take a sabbatical leave from the University of Maryland, I spent the year in Lebanon at the American University of Beirut. And once there, I realized that there was, no work that was being done on food security of the population there. And so and there were also no validated tools to measure food security. So with my colleague at uh, AUB, we developed a tool, we face-validated it, and we used it to collect data from vulnerable populations such as Bedouin communities and southern Lebanese populations. We later used that same tool to collect information from Palestinian refugees and then Iraqi refugees, and these two last studies um, was funded um, by the United Nations. Actually, United Nations uh, funded and the American University of Beirut to conduct this work, and that tool was used, and so. Um, we um, subsequently actually validated that tool, so it's a valid tool, it's it's in Arabic, and we're hoping that this tool is going to be used um, in uh, more studies in, in the future, in, in more work in, uh, internationally, especially in Arabic-speaking countries, because the tool was translated into Arabic, and used in Arabic, and validated in
0: Arabic. That's very exciting, and of course, something like that, a tool, could be so useful for People all over the world. So that's that's really exciting that it can be translated. Could you just tell me a little bit about how you first heard about the American Society for Nutrition?
1: Uh, sure. I I worked for many years at the USDA uh, Human Nutrition Center on Aging at Tufts University, and everyone there was affiliated with the with ASN as members, volunteers, officers. So. Um, when I was there, I joined. I, I only had my master's at the time, but uh, I, I joined the society, and um, and it's uh, it is really our society, nutrition society, and it is what we make of it collectively. So the more people are part of it, the more exciting it is.
0: Definitely, we always encourage young people to get involved. So that's that's really nice to hear that you joined as a master's student and has been a member ever since. So, you are on the program committee for this year's Advances and Controversies in Clinical Nutrition Conference. So, could you tell me what are some exciting program features of this year's conference?
1: Right. Um, yes, we uh, we have a, a great committee and we're putting together a really exciting program for the conference. Uh, so, as the title of the conference states, we are uh, selecting topics that are cutting edge, uh, current, relevant to the population at large. Uh, So um, we have, for example, um, recent advances. We want to show some recent uh, advances in certain areas such as cancer and nutrition. Uh, We're going to be providing um, speakers that will talk about new and emerging topics like the microbiome and some of the potential uh, nutrition uh, or nutrients that may have an impact on it. So that's really uh, new and exciting. We're, we're uh, planning to bring together people who can speak on uh, hospital-based malnutrition. Uh, and also uh, we have some uh, it, some topics that are controversies, for example, uh, treating weight issues among older adults um, and um, topics that are right now of interest to a lot of people, which is uh, gluten intake and uh, gluten uh free foods and also uh we are bringing back a topic uh, that is still controversial and this is about intake in saturated fatty acids so all of these topics um are, um, are really exciting and and new and um and uh, hope to, that it will contribute to to an interesting uh, conference
0: yeah it sounds like it will be a really exciting program and a Great couple of days of science. Who would you suggest attend this year's clinical conference?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, the topics uh, of this conference uh, is really uh, very relevant and important to um, anybody working in nutrition uh, and also in people working. In the fields of, um, you know, chronic disease, and um, since nutrition plays such an important role in the in the disease outcome, so for example, I I see the information being very useful for academics who teach nutrition and uh, epidemiologists uh, who deal with chronic disease, um, physicians, dieticians, physician assistants, nurse practitioners, nurses. Uh, all will find that um, there are some very interesting topics that would be useful for them in their uh, in their work. I see also um, health educators in public and community um, work and uh, of course nutritionists who are working in the many different fields like in industry or government. Um, now, everybody, um, all of these people will find some uh, really interesting components to to the conference.
0: So uh, what advice would you give to other ASN members who are interested in volunteering?
1: I think uh, volunteering is uh, is really a great opportunities to meet other uh, people in the field, but also to make a contribution. And um, there are so many volunteer possibilities with uh, ASN. And uh, I think that actually the society makes it easy to volunteer. So uh, there are ways, easy ways of volunteering um, by signing up online. Um, Also, I noticed that uh, at the experimental biology uh, meeting conferences, uh, there are always uh, sessions on how to volunteer and uh, signing up. So I would uh, highly recommend uh, for uh, people interested to, to actually sign up for volunteer um, opportunities. I, I think that also ASN has a website, um, has a, a database rather, that um, has all of the names of people who are interested in volunteering so that um, so that when something comes up um, they, they are usually contacted and asked if they are interested in volunteering. So there are many possibilities, and there are some that are more permanent than others. Uh, so, um, so I'm highly encouraging.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's so many different ways to get involved. And you're right, it is easy, and it's a great way to uh, connect with other people in the nutrition world. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Nutrition Talks. Advances and Controversies in Clinical Nutrition will be held December 4th through 6th at the Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center in National Harbor, Maryland. Join us next time for another episode of Nutrition Talks.